This movie kind of reminded me of Crossroads in the fact that, you know how Matthew McConaughey, he like reaches a breaking point with Kate Hudson where he's like, the chicks, they Uh ruined my life when he opens up the medicine cabinet and sees all of her like feminine like items. Yeah. And he's like, these chicks are ruining my life. (laughs) And that reminds me of like uh, Anson Mount and Crossroads just like freaking out. Yeah. Wasn't his name also Ben? (gasps) It was. Every early odds boy's name's Ben. It's wild. Man. (laughs) (laughs) No Nickies, no Breeze, all Bens. It's unfair. We need representation. I know. (laughs) Hey, it's Nikki Jensen. And Brie Picconi. And we're Late Late to to the Party. Party. A weekly podcast from two best friends, mentally still in 2003. And today we're talking about how to lose a guy in 10 days. I sounded like a newscaster, and I don't know why. <laughs> reporting, to, reporting to you live. Reporting to you live. It's how to lose a guy in 10 days. So I think I just watched the trailer for this movie, uh-huh. and I I kind of was feeling the in a world guy. Mm-hmm. Like, in a world. You were just channeling him. I'm late to the party. Nikki and Bree talk about this Kate Hudson rom-com. Maybe that should be our new intro. Just one of us is in the world guy. You know, I've thought about like our, um, sorry, (laughs) but our theme song slaps. Yeah. And that's all thanks to you. Thanks, Nick. You're welcome. I mean, I did take your idea and run with it though, but that's what a team does, you know? But, um, sometimes in my head, the theme song is like you know the tune of like we like to party in the in my head <laughs> do, 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 do. it's late to the party late to <laughs> late to, to the party. party that could be our new one <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> oh. we're watching tv shows we are watching movies we from could- the 90s and 2000s nikki and brie and movies i like it i i like this idea a lot and I'm a big fan of, like, that song. <laughs> Mostly because of the party bus. The Six Flags party like, bus. I feel like I saw that a lot. I feel like I was inundated with that one commercial. Just the old dude just, like, dancing. And it inspired me. Like, like too. Like, too. The party. Um. <laughs> I remember we made that playlist, like, so many years ago on Spotify called Drugs. Wait. That make, makes us oh, feel yeah. like we're on drugs. Yeah, that song does. Oh, my God. We put on that song and, like, my humps. Oh my god, we gotta dig up that playlist, Nick. I can find it. That's hilarious. I must have been the one to put my humps on there. Probably. Okay. Vega Boys is the top one. There's Aqua. Um, Dr. Jones. Dr. Jones. Dr. Jones. There's Be My Lover. Be My Lover. Wait, what is love? That's a bop. We should have put a David Guetta song on there. We should have. Oh, like, um, what's that song? What's his big biggest song? one? Like the one with Nicki Minaj. Oh, do you know it? "Sexy Bitch"? Oh, was that Nicki Minaj? But you know, sec- do you remember "Sexy Bitch"? Almost. I thought it was "Sexy Chick," the kids' Bob version. No, <laughs> but wait. Okay, we're gonna. No, they can't have kids' Bob version. <laughs> I don't know. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> it's just the, the the clean version. I, it's it might as well be kids' Bob though. Yeah, that would just be really. It's called Sexy Bitch. They're probably featuring Akon. Tragically funny. Akon, that's the one. Yeah. 
describe this girl without being disrespectful. You know this <laughs> Of course I do. Six. <laughs> of course I know this. What do you mean? <laughs> Why are you so surprised? <laughs> you sing that like that was your national anthem? It is. Okay, but like, get it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, I understand. <laughs> the David Guetta effect has taken hold of this podcast. Too much. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. It's because for starters. I'm so sorry. David Guetta on the poster is like this. <laughs> and the album is called One Love. One Love. And then the I haven't heard this song in like ten Sexy years. Bitch. I haven't heard the song in ten years. Oh, I. It doesn't make a difference. It's like it comes <laughs> back like yesterday. Yeah, that's in every week rotation. But it's like I'm trying to find the words to describe this girl without being disrespectful, and then it goes, "Damn girl, damn, use a sexy bitch." <laughs> <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's like I'm really trying to be respectful, y'all. Yeah, sexy bitch. That's how you do it. <laughs> that's the respect. respect. <laughs> what is the disrespectful way to call someone a sexy bitch? I don't know, sexy hoe. But that could be a positive, potentially. Stupid hoe. Yeah, you stupid hoe. That's an insult. <sighs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> it really is David Guetta. I thought Ben, you were tripping, and I get it. It's just wow. a whole. Uh, I feel mystique. like I'm next. Like I feel like next podcast <laughs> gonna is gonna get, gonna, gonna get me. <laughs> David Guetta's gonna get you. Yeah. David Guetta's ghost. <laughs> He's still... this podcast. He'll just float up and be like, "One love." <laughs> He's like, this is for France or whatever he says. <laughs> yeah. So how to lose a guy in ten days? <laughs> so Brie, yeah. What is your relationship with this movie? Okay, this film is probably one of my favorite rom coms like ever. I know. I don't. I don't like go around saying it, but it has a special place in my heart. It's like one of the tops for me. I was say Titanic's this. another one, but that's not a comedy. <laughs> that's not a comedy. It's your favorite comedy. Uh, it's yeah. like, you really like The Hangover, Bridesmaids, Titanic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. But this one's up there. I love that. Yeah. I am so... Okay. This is going to be very interesting then. Because I don't know how I feel about this movie. <laughs> I don't know if <laughs> this movie just like hasn't aged the best what? or maybe my brand of rom-com is a little different okay maybe i do like this movie though. what is your brand of rom-com i really like like of course i love like a his girl friday like cat and mouse you know like banter between the sexes mm -hmm. i totally love that but in rom-coms what i'm looking for is the meet cute Okay. Wait, you sound like Ebert. Didn't he say that? Yes. It was like missing from this? It is. I, I think I love it when you can see two characters falling in love mm -hmm. and being charming without the weird, like, mean spiritedness. <laughs> <of the movie. laughs> exactly what Ebert said. Well, I believe it. I, the, I'm just saying how I feel. I know. <laughs> so are you, am I Siskel? 
He was dead, and he hasn't seen this movie. Maybe he has, but <laughs> but he's that didn't answer my question. How does Cisco feel? Yeah, how does Cisco feel? We need to know. Ouija board. Yeah, that's it's the only way to find out. Yeah, seance. Um, so did you see this movie when it came out? Yes, I did. Like in the movie theater? I think so. I don't remember. I definitely saw it like multiple times. Like I probably went to the Blockbuster, honestly, or some video, whatever the local video rental place was. Yeah. This is that a bunch. Sorry. Sorry to interrupt. No, you're good. I was just, you said Blockbuster. So I think I was just like, ah, (laughs) Blockbuster. Blockbuster. Um, That's where I saw this movie. It was just like on the whim, like Blockbuster rental, probably with like a Just Married or like a Lizzie McGuire movie at the time. Nice. Yeah. There was a lot of movies this year, too. 2003? Yeah. What are your favorite 2003 films? Okay. I had to make a list because I wasn't going to remember all of them because there's too many to choose from. There's so many good ones. I would say this one is up there. Um, So How to Lose a Guy, Spy Kids 3D, that Elf, great. Oh, yeah. Freaky Friday, and My Big Fat Greek Wedding. The Liz McGuire movie is an, an honorable mention, as is the hot chick, Uptown Girls, Lost in Translation, and there's more, but we don't have time. Gotcha. How about you? Um, so from 2003. Yeah. Definitely Freaky Friday. I'm a Freaky Friday stan. Yeah. Um, at the time, I really enjoyed Uptown Girls, Lizzie McGuire movie. Uh, just to say everything you said. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I do that to you all the time. So, hey, I was a big Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes, the Black the Pearl Black Man. Pearl was really good. That almost made it up there. It was just so hard to. What about Made in Manhattan? That was 2002. It was. Yep, and so was uh, My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Oh, and well, um, my sources must be incorrect. Is that why you gave me that look? A little. <laughs> I felt like this and like, the hot chick came out in the winter of two thousand two as well. Really, but if we're going to go like it was released on VHS in two thousand three, The Hours, The Hours that came really out in two thousand two. But I love that movie. I enjoyed that movie too. Yeah, so many good ones. That's I'm just two thousand two. I'm just gonna list my favorites of two thousand two because <laughs> I can totally do that off the dome. <laughs> Yeah, word. But 2003 was a good year. Yeah. And I spent a lot of 2003, like, at the movies. Same. I feel like we're perpetually at the movies. Like, from 2001 to 2003, we just lived in the movie theater. I feel like all through growing up, I lived at the movie theater. And it's it's crazy to think that kids won't get that experience they won't have the pizza parties either in the movie theater remember like the separate party rooms yes yes which like for my 10th birthday we saw the princess diaries 2 royal engagement oh that movie was so good and it was so interesting because we had like the party room and then they like led us into the movie theater like we were just like yeah that was this year corralled in uh no it's 2004 oh Okay. I thought that one was on the list. I don't know. I s- <laughs> what is this list? It's it's the box office mojo list. I swear. What is the list? Show me the list. All right. I'm going to show you the list. I'm not making this up. <laughs> I know that's not convincing. Let's see. Um, I will say it is like How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, 
was all over the internet in January saying it came out on the 27th, and it came out February 10th. See, like, Manhattan's, like, 91. Wait, let me scroll to the top and make sure this is... Oh, okay, that was the domestic box office. So there was probably some trickle from 2002. Okay, there's a trickle. What does that mean? Like So, like, for example, Made Manhattan might be on there because it came out in December. So by January, it would still be in theaters. So it'd still be number you know, 12, 13, 14, 20 at the box office. And there's always that Oscar bump. So, mm-hmm. like, you'll get, like, what was it? Like, The Hours or Gangs of New York. That could be in oh, the domestic box office. They keep it through. going. I feel like movies yeah. used to, like, stay in the theater a lot longer. That and then the Oscars, they get re-released sometimes. Do they even do that now? I think so, because I've seen a couple of, like, Everything Everywhere All at Once was playing at the movie theater, and that came out in March last year, so. Mm, I want to see that one. Have you seen it yet? I've seen half and half. I stopped paying attention because (laughs) Ben fell asleep, and I was like, I'm going to have to watch this again anyways, so. Gotcha. Let me just zone out for this one. Where? Well, how was the first half? It was good. I mean, mean, who doesn't love Michelle Yeoh? True. She's... Great. <laughs> what? <laughs> I thought you said cheese. <laughs> what? <laughs> I thought you said cheese. <laughs> Instead of cheese, there's a long pause. <laughs> Michelle, yo. Cheese. <laughs> cheese all that. Cheese all that. Oh my god. Which. Okay, I think that's it. Thank you, Ben, for bringing it to rom coms again. What I like in a rom-com, I like it when one person's mean-spirited, mm-hmm. but not. it's harder for me to, like, get engaged when both of them are mean-spirited. What about, like, You've Got Mail? Um, not in my top ten, but... <laughs> we have very different tastes. <laughs> I know. I Well, I love... Like, I'm a Sandy B girl. I love Sandy B, too. I, but, like, The Proposal's one of my favorites. Or it is. is. Okay. So, like, I love it when, you know, like, the Ryan Reynolds is super sweet and Sandy B is, like, has a stick up her bum. I get when both people are mean. I don't know. (laughs) It's weird. But I do like The Proposal is a great movie. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah. And I do like this movie. This movie is very nostalgic for me. I think it's because Kate Hudson and, like, Matthew McConaughey are undeniable. Yeah. Their charisma. They're great. Their chemistry, their charisma. Mm-hmm. Which, wasn't Gwyneth Paltrow going to be um, cast for Andy Anderson? Yes. Which I would have loved because, again, I love Gwyneth. So. Yeah. She would have been great. I could totally see her doing She would. And she decided to do View from the Top instead, which... <sighs> That's one of those movies, too. I think this movie, for me, is a dry bar movie. Okay. Like, when you go to get your hair did. Like, they're... have you ever been to dry bar? Like once or twice. So it's one of my little luxuries in life where I go to dry bar, get my hair blow dried and curled, and they always have a movie playing. And they'll have like rom-coms or mostly rom-coms or in the Christmas time, they'll have a Hallmark Christmas movies, which I don't know. Those are fun, but yeah, not not my cup of tea. Gotcha. Um, But like I will want... Like, this is a good movie to pop on 
mm-hmm. just mindless and be charmed, listen to some Sixpence None the Richer, yep, and move on with your life. And that's, I, I think, where this movie shines. I feel like anytime the song Kiss Me's in like a romantic comedy, it just elevates it. Kiss me. Which you still haven't seen She's All That. I have not. I didn't realize it's a romantic comedy. I thought it was like a quirky, I don't know, just <laughs> her being all that. You know what I mean? Like, that's so Raven. Like, she's all that. I don't know. No, <laughs> no, girl. You're going to love it. Like, if you love How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Yeah. You'll love it. Okay. Prince Jr. Yeah. What are your thoughts on him? He's cute. I mean, he was really charming. Um... In that one movie, Summer Catch. Summer Catch, yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on Matthew Lillard? I like him. What about Usher? Love him. Uh, Rachel Lee Cook. She's cool. Yeah. What are your thoughts on Rockefeller Skank? Love. Then you'll like that movie. Okay. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> So was this movie for you, like, love at first sight? Yeah. Or what was your meet cute with How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days? I just, I remember loving everything about it. And I still do. It's, it's one of my favorites. I don't know. I just, I really like this movie. It's, I get it that they're both kind of, I mean, they're like kind of playing each other, but like. I don't know. It's it's more of a comedy than a romance, I think. But there's still that romantic element, which I think is nice. And it just does something for me. And I don't I don't know. I'm not that bothered by the mean spiritedness. <laughs> I dig it. I don't know. Which I feel like I have to say, I like this movie. It's yeah. just not my favorite, but I like this movie. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So, this movie came out on February 7th, 2003. It was directed by Donald Petrie, who directed Miss Congeniality, which, if that counts as a rom-com, that's one of my favorites. I think it does. Um, and it was a box office success. Wasn't it, like, number one? It was number one at the box office. Um, can you guess what the second... Spy Kids? ...movie at the box office? No. Pirates. Uh, is it one I've seen it? No. Well, actually, you probably have. Can I get a hint? <laughs> Jackie Chan. A rush hour? Two? Three. One. No? Shanghai Nights. <laughs> oh. Oh, I haven't seen that in a long time. Have you seen Shanghai Nights? Yeah. I, I went knew you'd have a big Jackie Chan fan. <laughs> Is it off the top of your Jackie Chans? I don't know. I think Maybe. I'd have to watch it again, but I remember it, it being good. But I feel like every Jackie Chan movie was kind of the same to me. Mm. You know what I mean? He was always... <laughs> hey! <laughs> no, just like he was always fighting bad guys. You know, just had a similar formula. Like, you know. Yeah, there's a white guy. There's Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan sings the song. But Chris Tucker wasn't in this one. No, it was... Was it Owen Wilson? Mm-hmm. Huh. you seen this movie? Oh, yeah, I saw it in theaters. I contributed to those numbers that made it number two. Oh, wow. Uh, number three was Chicago. Ooh. Chicago. Chicago. I love. That's one of my favorites from 2002. Uh, the Recruit and Bree's favorite, Final Destination 2. Mm-hmm. 
the one that made me afraid of driving for a while. Or at least driving behind cars with lumber. Yeah. Was oh, was scary. that Final Destination 2? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think this one's my favorite. Nope. It's just Final Destination 3, then 2, then 1. I agree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. Really quick. And that's on that. Yeah. With How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Mm-hmm. This movie had my family, or like my mom and my sister, in a chokehold. Yeah? I feel like there's so many things that are like quotable from it. Like the bullshit game, mm-hmm. our family started playing that. The, the frosting... Wow thing oddly caught on and like my sister would like call her jewelry frosting oh really i love that it was like it was a thing my sister wanted the little dog the little hairless dog like i remember that being the first time i saw a dog like that i don't know this movie uh, i like this movie and i think that it has like a lot of like quotable things from it um it has impact it, it had a weird impact i i think i I understand its audience. Yeah. I don't know. Just something about Kate Hudson's maybe like a cool girl didn't grab me at the time. Because I was such like a Reese Witherspoon and Hathaway stan. Like those were my, or Sandy. Like they got, those ladies got me before Kate Hudson. Mm. You know what this made me think of though? Speaking of Anne Hathaway, her character in... Double Wears Prada. Because her name is also Andy, Andy. And she wants to write about something important. And she takes a job that has nothing to do with real... Like, it's about writing, but it's not, like, you know... It's not real journalism, really. But you know what I mean? I just thought it was kind of an interesting... I don't know. Like, a similar setup. Definitely way different movie, but... Totally. I think also, like, I believe Anne Hathaway when she says she's smart. No offense. Mm-hmm. I think that's the blonde brunette debate. But something about Kate Hudson, I believe that she's a tomboy, uh-huh. but I don't believe she wants to write about the war in Iraq. Okay, you're not buying it. I don't buy it. But maybe. But also, I've listened to her in interviews. I don't know if in real life she's like really into that either so yeah i don't want that to be like a dig being like oh she's <laughs> stupid because i don't mean that <laughs> yeah but i don't know I, I don't know i love a lot of things about this movie though yeah. i think kate hudson is so charming it doesn't happen to be her favorite thing <laughs> i'm just like what's wrong with me oh no, I think you make a lot of good points. I can't love every rom-com. Yeah, I guess that's true. But I will watch this movie. I love a lot of things. My favorite scene is the fern scene. I love the fern scene. Yeah. Definitely. When she sings You're So Vain. Mm-hmm. When she's like, what is the song? What does she do? That's It was. It became the TikTok. It did? It was like a TikTok trend like a month ago. Oh my gosh. That's cool. I haven't been on TikTok in a bit. Or she's like, I bet you, or like, Ben thinks this song is about you. Yeah. Yeah, it's something with the Ben. She puts his name in there. Yeah. And that was like a thing on TikTok. Oh. Yeah. I keep up with the kids. I know. Look at you, Nick. <laughs> Me and Sydney Sweeney. Because <laughs> I'm the only one that will ride for her. <laughs> no, I like Sydney Sweeney. I have nothing against her. Do you think she could be in How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days? Like, if they did a reboot, who would you cast? Yeah, why not? 
I mean, yeah. Who would I cast? Yeah. Who would be your Andy Anderson? Who would be your Ben Barry? Hmm. That's tough. Because I don't know who would be the guy. I got it. Who? Sydney Sweeney is really great. And then Timothy, Timothy I was about to say Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. <laughs> That's her answers for everything. I know. Who would be cast? <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. I think Timothy Chalamet would be very cute in this role. He would. He's got those curls, too. Kind of like yeah. Matthew McConaughey. I don't know. I, I would love to see Timothy Chalamet in a rom-com. Same. I bet you he would do well. I agree. I feel like who else is a leading man nowadays, though? Like a Tom Holland, but he can't be a jerk. He doesn't have that in him, I don't think. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know any leading guys, really. I feel like I would pick the same people. I'd be like, Sydney Sweeney would be okay, but I think Zendaya is a little more Andy. In per- like, she could play her up. Mm-hmm. Just I, Zendaya. I think you're right. Zendaya and Timothy Chalamet for everything. <laughs> are they dating? Her and Tom Holland are. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got confused. <laughs> but mentally, <laughs> Timmy and Zendaya. Yeah, I feel like we've just put them together a lot, like, yeah. in our minds. If it doesn't work out with Tom Holland. I think they were in a movie together, right? Were they in Dune? Dune. Maybe yeah. that's what it is. It's just that really stuck with me for some reason. But How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. The reboot. Yeah. Remake. I'm here for it. Yeah. By, directed by Greta Gerwig. I think there should be like a female spin. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe she really does lose the guy. And I don't know. Writes about politics. Yeah. <laughs> they all end up alone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Love is a battlefield. <laughs> Love is a battlefield. It just transitions to 13 going on 30. <laughs> They're like, and now Nikki's pick. And then it's just like that one scene in 13 going on 30. Ah, oh, I love 13 going on 30, by the way. Same. It makes you cry every time. Yeah. Do you want to do a quick synopsis of the film? Yes. All right. So an advice columnist, Andy Anderson, played by Kate Hudson, tries pushing the boundaries of what she can write about in her new piece about how to get a man to leave you in 10 days. Her editor, Lana, played by B.B. Bebe. It's probably it's B.B. Newer. Bebe Newer. <laughs> loves it and andy goes off to find a man she can use for the experiment enter executive ben barry matthew mcconaughey wow all the alliteration ben barry andy andy anderson i love that um lana (laughs) just lana she has no last name it's okay um ben barry who is so confident in his romantic prowess that he thinks he can make any woman fall in love with him in 10 days when andy and ben meet their plans backfire or or go really well well. yeah wait hold on so that's his whole thing is that he can he can make any girl fall in love with him in 10 days so he does and she lost him well technically but that's you know i think he wins he won. he won like <laughs> yeah because yeah. she doesn't really lose him until he finds out it's a bet for the column Mm-hmm. that's true wow your favorite's not so great after all was it no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> you so too great. ben i don't care what you say <laughs> hey. 
I'm I stand. No, the great thing about a rom-com is it defies all logic. Yes. Things like that don't matter in a movie like this. That's what I love cuz like I remember reading like Ebert's review and he made some good points and it was like he mentioned something about like it didn't make sense the fact that they were both mad at each other cuz they were both using each other or whatever, which is true, but in a rom-com like you can just suspend the disbelief. You get into the drama of it all. You want to feel something. You know, yeah. you want to laugh, but you also want to feel something. Yeah. Also, like, you have to spend dispense so much belief that neither of them would catch on at any point. Right. You just have to, like, be like, they're going to find out what they're going to find out. And there's going to be, like, a loss. And then they're going to miss each other. And then one of them's going to have to race to get them back. I love I love any time there's, like, a race to get someone back in the movies. That just yeah. makes it for me. I don't know. I, I agree. And if there's motorcycle, oh, even better. <laughs> what, what other movie has a motorcycle? <sighs> I don't know. I feel like something we saw recently had a motorcycle. Um, Well, Freaky Friday had a motorcycle. But, no, there was something else, like, the... The guy had a motorcycle, and I can't think of it. It's always a plus. True. The mouse on the motorcycle with the ping pong ball helmet. Y'all remember that? that? What? Is that like Stuart Little? No. Are are we talking about another great rom-com, Stuart Little? (laughs) Directed by, or no, it was written by M. Night Shyamalan. Was it really? Mm Mm-hmm. Whoa. No, there's just some movie I saw as a kid where there's a mouse on a motorcycle and he has a ping pong ball helmet. It's not Stuart Little. It's not Stuart Little. It's not Mouse Hunt? No. Is it like one of those knockoff? Like, supposed to be Stuart Little? Yeah, I think I might have got it from like the public library or something. Like that, like Beekman's World Mm. or something. But What's Beekman's World? It was Bill Nye, but like on acid. Wow. And, like, weird, but, like, cool. Like, his lab rat assistant was, like, a person in a rat suit. Oh. And, uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. A good show. Sorry, I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> good talk. That was a- <laughs> Sorry, good. I don't know. That Beekman makes me think of, um, Beaker. Beaker. That's what From I the Muppets. Too. He's just like, meep, 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 meep. Similar hair. Really? Ooh. Yes. I don't know why that made me like, woo, a beaker from the Muppets. <laughs> Some people love Matthew McConaughey. I just love beaker. <laughs> like if it was Kate Hudson and beaker, maybe this movie would be in my top 10. I'm He's on saying. his little motorcycle like, meep, 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 meep. And she'd be like, oh, beaker. I can make anyone fall in love with me. And he's like, meep, 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 meep. <laughs> I would love to see that movie. I know. Or Beaker being like with the subtitles, like, I can make any girl fall in love with me. <laughs> oh. That's amazing. But did you know that a lot of scenes were improvised? I did not know. It makes sense, though. Yeah. So, like, apparently the director would whisper some ideas into Kate Hudson, like, into her ear. And then they'd roll the camera. Mm-hmm. And so some of the reactions are Matthew McConaughey genuinely being like, girl, what you doing? <laughs> I feel like that's Matthew McConaughey in the whole entire movie, though. Like, Can every time Kate Hudson does anything, he's like, girl, girl. I feel like that's what he says. Yeah. Which I love. I just love. Yeah. I feel like some of the things she says, like, are so 
out of the blue you know when she's like no one loves or no one wants a mr sniffles or whatever like you can tell it looks like she's making things up as she's going but i know that's also the character in the scene doing that but maybe it's also her improvising and his reactions like you said or like it was her idea to throw the veggie platter at the poker night nice and like i don't think the princess sophia like calling his privates princess sophia i don't think that was improvised but like things surrounding that were definitely improvised oh, like maybe the other names yeah so beekman should have been beekman <laughs> beaker beaker <laughs> oh. <Meep, meep. laughs> i like that i like this this whole other rom-com like a uh it's like how to lose a beaker in 10 days yeah the tagline is meep 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 bitches um but still keep kid hudson i would keep kate hudson yeah for sure Uh, this is my first intro to kate hudson what are your thoughts on kate hudson in the early aughts i like her um i'm trying to think what else she's been in and like what my introduction to her was though um because I definitely saw this movie before. Her debut was a couple years earlier in Almost Famous as Penny Lane. Oh, right. Yeah, I didn't see that at the time. I saw that a lot later. And she was also in, I remember Raising Helen was another rom-com around this time. My Best Friend's Girl. I think I've seen that one. Skeleton Key. Oh, my God. Wait, is she the main? Mm-hmm. Yumi and Dupree. You mean Dupree was like one of the first Russo Brothers movies, which is really funny that now they're like doing all the adventure stuff. Mm. Um, Fool's Gold, Bride Wars, which has Anne Hathaway in it, which. So that's that's a movie that I definitely saw. Nine, uh, Mother's Day, which is not great, but it's the last Gary Marshall movie. Hmm. I remember, like, I feel like this could have been my intro to her as well, just looking at all these other ones, because I don't, yeah. But she was huge in the early 2000s. She was. Yeah, I remember that. I remember her just being, like, around. Which, I remember her popping up, and I still, like, I love the fact that I, you know, I grew up watching a lot of, like, 70s in 80s movies mm. and my mom introduced me to goldie hawn and i in turn was a big goldie hawn fan yes and sometimes when kate hudson does certain things or smiles it reminds me of goldie hawn is that her mom mm-hmm. right okay yeah and i know that's not like a reason to like someone but i just anytime you can get a little a little goldie in there and i think kate hudson has the same same wit, the same bubbliness. Yes. Just effervescent energy as Goldie Hawn, which I really love. I agree. I feel like she's charming and refreshing and bubbly. Yeah. <laughs> and I also like the reason why I'm like not crazy about this movie, you know, 20 years later, it's nothing to do with Kate Hudson. It's more to do with that cool girl trope because it's so played out. But kate hudson nails it yeah like as the guy's girl who loves the knicks i'm here for it oh yeah 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 i'm like eating the the hamburger and she's like oh i know what you mean it's very 
There's, it's like there's two kinds of girls. Yes. The Catherine Hans who act all crazy <laughs> and that are girly uh-huh. and brunette. Uh-huh. And then there's, you know, the the cool chick, Kate mm-hmm. Hudson. Eating burgers and going to the next games. Mm-hmm. But also looking flawless and blonde and hot. Yeah. Which I love. I mean, I like I don't have anything against that. But but this movie really hammers that home mm-hmm. until the very end. Uh, what do you mean? Like, cause- Well, because Catherine Hahn does get the guy. Oh, okay. And yeah. Kate Hudson and Matthew McConaughey end up together despite everything because they genuinely have a connection. So that's why I love this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I also, you know, speaking of, um, it's Catherine Hahn, right? <laughs> I love her performance. Like, yeah. she's so funny to me. I don't know. Like, when she's so obnoxiously crying over all these little things. I don't know. I love it. Oh, yeah. Because the movie starts out with Katherine Hahn just sobbing. Because mm-hmm. the guy she met, like, a literal week ago broke up with her because she did all the quote-unquote wrong things. Yeah. She, like, said, I love you, like, on day two or something. <laughs> after sex oh yeah and crying during (laughs) sex like i don't know calling a bunch of times um what else did she do like what else did she do just like set her feelings which i get like that's a lot yeah what are your thoughts on the rules the how-to rules because that's how andy anderson kate hudson's character bases her column off of yeah i mean i feel like that's how to lose anyone probably like it's overwhelming like you know day one you bring all your stuff in and mm-hmm. redecorate i mean i don't know i think i don't know if it's just how to lose a guy it could be for anyone you know what i mean i think it's just yeah i i feel like it's accurate i mean it's a little over the top i don't know if anyone actually does all those things you know what i mean i'm sure there's flukes yeah, I mean, I feel like it's definitely over the top, but, and you know, I've done certain things that got me nowhere. I've had guys act that crazy. Really? Like what? Like calling you crazy? Like call, like calling you up all the time? Or Yeah, like- just calling me up all the time. Or like we're just hanging out the first week. They get very serious. Uh-huh. And what if you don't vibe with that? Yeah, that's intense. Like, I had one dude I went on a date with call, like, he was talking about kids. And I was like, I don't, no, I don't want that. So, (laughs) but I accidentally called him short, too. So, I'm sure I, that was, like, some, (laughs) I was also wrong. Oh, my gosh. Because he was like, yeah, the dude called me buddy. And I was like, oh, is it because you're short? (laughs) So, I think, my point is sometimes the sexes like the roles are reversed yeah it can happen to anyone but i think the rules do apply just not in the kind of over the top way this movie shows but yeah i think like i've known girls that are like i said i love you in the first week why'd we break up that's too much yeah it's like slow, slow down. So, or even if you feel that, don't say that just yet. 
Yeah. Take a beat. I feel like that's common sense, though. Right? I think you just... Yeah. Right? I don't know. Have you made any of those mistakes, Ben? Uh, or had that happen to you? Definitely in the past. Um, and case in point, that's why, like, when we started dating, I was so adamant about, like, hey, like, let's not be weird and make hard rules of, like, dates before we can do certain stuff, but, like, let's take our time and let's not jump the gun and let's give ourselves reasons to feel the way that we do. And I was like, that's sweet, but I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Like, I'm taking this day by day, bro. (laughs) Well, I mean, like, uh, definitely before you start dropping, I love you, you know? Definitely give that some time. Be like, let me make sure we've done things together that reaffirm that it's not just all feeling, you know. But has that ever happened to you? Someone just goes full how to lose a guy in 10 days. Shows the crazy. Not really. Have you shown the crazy? (laughs) (laughs) Um, No. I haven't, like, been like, I'm going to move in with somebody. Ben, that pause. <laughs> I was really thinking about it. I was it's... like, have I ever come on way too strong? And I think my problem is usually I'm playing it too cool. Like, I'm like, like, the, like things would just, like, fizzle out or nothing would happen because I'd be like, well, don't, you know, you got to wait for the right moment. And if you're not actively pursuing, the right moment never comes. I... <sighs> I know that about you, but with me, you were never like that. Yeah. Um, I I will say, like, I think Miranda's in an episode of Sex in the City. Mm-hmm. She talks about, because Charlotte's like, oh, is there such thing as soulmates? And Miranda goes, no, I don't think soulmates are real. I just think certain people's windows are open. So I think this, like, certain oh. dudes just one day are like, I want to be in a serious relationship or I want to get married and I think that's the same for females. I think I do believe in soulmates. I am a little bit of a hopeless romantic. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I do think it is more of like, is it your window? Like, I think guys like Matthew McConaughey's character in this. Mm-hmm. It's not that they're like commitment phobic. I know that's the trope. But it's just like, when is his window open? If he's open, then the next girl that comes by that he vibes was going to be the girl. Mm-hmm. Bada boom, bada bing. So both windows, their windows were open, is what you're saying. Their windows were open. They don't specifically say, but it's implied. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they wouldn't have been really dating or caring at all, I guess. They'd be like, ah, whatever, that was fun. And Well, because, like, yeah, at any point, Matthew McConaughey could have just been like, okay. That girl was crazy. Let me do another one. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, they did let their guards down when uh, Kate Hudson's character, she calls the mom. Uh-huh. Like, at that point, Ben Barry could have just been like, no. Nah. Or when they got to Staten Island. Yeah. Their windows were open, whether they wanted to admit it or not. I agree. I feel like that was like a turning point or like the bullshit game was like a turning point for them. I don't know. Maybe just seeing her fitting in with the fam or something. Just 
Just did it. Just did it. Maybe it was the Staten Island air. It was. The sweet smell of garbage. Yeah. Just really. Oh, I miss that smell. <laughs> um. Hmm. So. Oh, yeah. Did you catch Shalom Harlow? Yeah. As uh, one of the girls at the magazine? I did. I clocked it. Like, as soon as she, like, was on screen. It was, like, a quick moment, but. I audibly gasped because I haven't seen this movie in so long. I was like, <gasps> Shalom? I love that. I love just like supermodels just being there just because. Like a Giselle and Devil Wears Prada. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What another note. Oh, yeah. So this is one of the quintessential dream rom-com jobs mm-hmm. of be- like working for a magazine. And Andy, because she does the how to lose a or how to columns. Yeah. Um, she reminds me very much of like a BuzzFeed like YouTuber, like Sophia Nygaard circa 2016. Oh. Just like I'm gonna try this, or the girl that like works out like a Victoria's Secret model for ten days, or you know. I know what you're saying, yeah. Maybe she inspired them. She inspired a gaggle of gals. The whole generation. The whole I don't know. try guys. The try guys are essentially Andy Anderson true i was just thinking about how that one try guy did lose <laughs> how to lose your job in 10 how days lose your job and your spouse in 10 days anyway maybe um, he was just on assignment and it like backfired yeah just say. true you can never tell he goes back to his wife and he's like i wrote this column for you so i have a question like how did you feel about like like, so there's no real meet-cute, but that one lady who's also in the advertising firm, like, tells, like, picks the girl for Ben. Like, how did you feel about that? I don't know. Is is there a way you'd rather it have gone and, like, you know, like, maybe they just bumped into each other at the bar or, like, you know, would that have made it better? Yeah, I know it's cheesier. But definitely, or I, like, if they were talking about it at the party and then Ben's like, oh, I'm going to go get a drink. And then he, like, accidentally runs into Andy. More like it's, like, fate or something that they both are like, ooh, whoops. And then they just happen to have these secret assignments going on or something not as orchestrated. I would be very much into that. Maybe that's the one fatal flaw, but everything else is, it works. Hmm. I guess on the pro- yeah like them meeting on the pretense of it being like her her it just like very cut and dry yeah doesn't leave a lot of the rom com mystique but I know what you're saying that makes sense to me but oh I noticed though. Can we talk for a second about the popularity of Cosmos, like cosmopolitan drinks? Yes. Early 2000s movies, that's what they drink. And I have never been offered or feel like I could just go up at a bar and be like, I'm going to have a Cosmo. I know. I've never really seen it on the menu in most places either. And I feel like I'd be, I don't know why it seems like embarrassing maybe to order one or something something i think it's because you know one time i went out to drink and i was like i'll have a gin and tonic because that's my drink and someone that 
I was with was like, I'm going to have a Cosmo. And they were like, well, how would you like to make it? And it was really complicated. Uh-huh. And I was just like, well, noted. Because I was like 21. So I was like, noted. I guess you don't order Cosmos. This isn't this how to lose a guy in 10 days. Not what you do. This is not Sex in the City. I'm not Carrie Bradshaw. Dang. That's hard. Uh, that's some hard truths to it think. It was. It was really hard. There's got to be a way, though. They look so glamorous. The glasses. They do. Uh we should try again sometime. Just live my fantasy. Yeah. Maybe you just have to know where you are. Mm-hmm. Just, Do you just have to go to New York City to get a Cosmo? Maybe. Does anyone have Cosmo advice? You know, like... I I don't know. I don't know if that was just like a very 2002 thing to do as well. Mm. Like, that was like the it drank of the moment. Yeah. I feel like now we've moved on to like vodka sodas and shut up. Maybe. Uh-huh. I don't know. You know, like, what's it drink now? I was going to say white clothes, but that's... I don't know. I don't, <laughs> it's not like a mixed drink. It's basically a vodka soda. Mm. Yeah. We should make cosmopolitans for the next episode. Ooh. Nick, you have, like, a very fancy glass that speaks Cosmo over okay. there. Oh, that's a martini thing, right? <laughs> yeah. Because it has an olive. But aren't they pretty much the same glass? They're very close. They're the same glass, I think. Similar. I don't know. I don't know. I've never had a Cosmo and I've never had a martini, so. Well, you had that martini once when we went to that bar. Ah, that was gross. It wasn't the best. Are you, like, blocking that? Yeah. It didn't live up to the hype. It was gross. It was really gross. It doesn't count. It was too gross. Okay. Oh, I love when Ben takes kate hudson back to his place mm-hmm. and she's like i'm gonna go to the powder room to freshen up his choice of music yes gets me it sends me i was laughing yeah it's um he starts with hot in hot, here yeah it is hot in here yeah and then he's like nah and he puts let's stay together he's like diamonds are forever remember diamonds are forever <laughs> i think he even says something like i gotta think more long term yeah that was great i just also love do you remember there was a moment in time where you could just play hot in here Mm -hmm. and it wasn't like i'll remember that song from our youth it was just like that's the song it was a hot song it was so hot for like years Mm -hmm. we were literal children and that song was hot Mm -hmm. and our parents were like that's okay (laughs) we're gonna jam all the little kids were jamming everyone was jamming matthew mcconaughey as ben barry was jamming it was just a time everyone had nelly fever yes oh i miss that yes oh yeah and then they go to the next game this is before she starts going full crazy for the assignment yeah and at the next game i feel like this scene's very cute where they do the kiss cam and I kiss me that. starts playing oh yeah i don't know it's cute have you ever been kiss cammed no not yet but maybe one day <laughs> i don't go to enough sporting events i was gonna say yeah i don't really go to sporting events but it'd be fun i mean i'd hope that kiss me would be playing though at the same time i guess it would be mentally you know, it would just be like your life would just instantly turn into a rom-com, I feel. Yeah. I feel like Kiss Me is always mentally playing in my mind anyways. But 
the kiss cam it's always awkward yeah it's never happened to me but i feel like the idea of it is cool but then once it like the spotlight's on you i don't know what would you do like what if you're like you get stage fright or something and you're like ah don't watch me kiss people like i would i don't know i feel like i'd get very nervous or i would get a little too like showboaty you just go for it just be like ah. <laughs> yeah but just like not to like the person i'm with to like the old man next to me or like oh, trying no. to like mac on the old lady <laughs> just for like the for the bit and i feel like i might get a moment out. of weakness during the kiss cam how would you feel ben if i just like grabbed an old man sitting on the other side of me and tried to kiss him i think we should both try to do it subvert the expectation they hone in on this like young hot couple and then those two turn to the people next to each other next to them and start like oh see what happens like the old lady like pushes you off yeah at least then if we get in trouble for like sexual harassment we go down together that's true thank you that's a ride or die so thoughtful i'm not just watching you get hauled off (laughs) I would do it for the bet. Would you bail me out for the bet? Yeah. Cool. It can't be that much bail, right? Yeah. They would probably just kick me out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think like an old man's gonna press charges. No. Little bitch. They should might think it's but cute. I mean the old lady in this movie thinks Yeah. Like Matthew McConaughey is cute. He's a lot younger. I think you can't do it if it's a young lady. That's yeah. when you're gonna get yeah. the boot. Yep. Or a child. Or another dude. <gasps> a white college dude might play into it. Yeah. Show. You never know. I love these kiss cam fantasies. <laughs> 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 or just us turn our backs and do the thing. I like that. That's creative. Or like pretend you and I pretend to kiss and like you throw a shoe in the air. Like we're gonna like. Wait, why would I throw a shoe in the air? <laughs> I don't know. Like oh. we're gonna <laughs> like the Sims. Out? Yeah, like woohoo, like the Sims. Like... <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> we just get blurred out. <laughs> yeah. Just start taking off our clothes. For the kiss cam. <laughs> the curtain from Sims goes up. <laughs> the curtain. <laughs> oh, wow. They can't haul you away if there's a curtain. Yeah, no. It's in the rules. Yeah. Anything else? Um. Oh, yeah. I love that, like, so while they're at the game, she, like, like, it's getting down to the final score or whatever, and she's like, oh, I'm so thirsty. Like, can you get me a soda? And then he runs up and the, the you know, clock's ticking and he runs it back and she's like, oh, it's not diet. And she makes him go back and get another soda, even though she keeps drinking it. Yeah. I don't know. She's just like totally playing him, just trying to aggravate him. And Andy's wild. I love her. She is kind of my hero for that, though. Yeah. Or like when they go to like the, um, I don't know if it's like a Thai restaurant. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, I forget what type of restaurant because she's eating something that looks like a burrito. Yeah. But yeah, like, um, 
uh ben makes a lamb dinner for her he like cooks and like slaves over a hot stove Mm -hmm. and roasts a lamb and she's like i'm vegetarian yeah oh she's like singing mary had a little lamb she's like making a big scene i don't know her personality is all over the place it is a little scary yeah like i'd be really nervous like if i was ben like i know that he's like trying to win the bet so he's not gonna let it you know but it'd be a little nerve-wracking to have someone in your space that acts that erratic and you're just like oh my god any moment murder you right like this could be one of those videos that are set to like horror music yes that's what i was just thinking andy just was like gonna murder matthew mcconaughey (laughs) oh my god um oh i love the scene where she's like She's kind of exalted all of her crazy and Matthew McConaughey's finally had enough and she's like, But I have tickets. Uh-huh. I have tickets and he thinks it's the Knicks game and it's a Celine Dion concert. Yeah, she's like, I got front row tickets. Which to be honest, I know sorry, like men don't love Celine Dion. However, if you had to sit through a Celine concert, there wouldn't be a dry eye in the house. I feel like he would appreciate it a little bit. Thoughts? <laughs> like when Celine sings My Heart Will Go On live, mm-hmm. just knife through the heart. Like, wouldn't you like feel something and be like, well, I didn't get to see the Knicks, but I saw one of the greats. <laughs> one of the gra- Yeah. Thoughts, Ben? Um... <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be excited about it, but I would go and I would definitely t- take something away from it. But yeah, I would not at all be excited. It would be like, man, come on, man. Can't it be something fun? <laughs> but then wouldn't you get into Celine in the yeah, moment? If you can't beat him, join him. You know, don't go with it and kind of be like, I don't want to be here the whole time. Just kind of be like, well, I guess this is what we're doing. But have you heard Celine Dion live? I'm sure. Not actually, not with my own ears. But could you imagine hearing her live? That voice? <laughs> I don't know. I'm Ben's not, like, mm. I listen to a lot of Celine Dion, so I don't know. I can imagine. Okay, what would you think, Brie? I would be ecstatic if someone took me front row to a Celine Dion concert. That's like the best date ever. I feel like we'd be the exact opposite. Someone would be like, Nick's tickets, and I'd be like, all uh, right. Okay. I'd be like, Celine? Woo! Yeah, totally. I love, though, how they both leave with like this like pink, like Celine. It had like, um, like her face on their shirt. Like they got matching concerts. Yeah. I love that. That's so cute. It was very cute. Uh, I want to go back to a con. This is, you know what I'm realizing talking about this movie, though? What? How I think we've gotten a little, what's the word? We're not allowed to say gypped anymore. What? Why not? Ben says that's a slur. What does it mean? It's for gypsies. Like there's oh. all these gypsies. Is that where that originates? Like, is yeah. that why? Oh my god! But how do you? What's the synonym for gypped? A bamboozled. A bamboozled. <laughs> Trick. Because everyone says bamboozled <laughs> in everyday yeah, jargon. Swind- Anyone? Not, that's also swindled. not offensive. Well, no. You don't. Ha- yeah. I mean, if you call someone a swindler, to some, 
you know, to their face, they might take a I pick. just got gypped, you swindler. <laughs> God damn. You bamboozled me again. <laughs> um, Cut that out. Bleep that. <laughs> just okay. be like, beep. Wow. I'm learning new things every day. Yeah. I don't know. I keep saying <laughs> and Ben's like, hey, there no, might be gypsies running around these parts. <laughs> but people should know. I don't know. <laughs> Let this be a teaching moment. Yeah. A learning moment. But I feel like people our age and like a little younger. Um, these movies like How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days where they're set in New York and they're out and, you know, they're in their 20s. And they're living life and meeting people yeah. and going places and going to concerts. Yeah. Like, I I do think we got a little bamboozled out of some of our 20s. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people can relate, but I feel like because of certain time, we were... Bamboozled. <laughs> I know you want it's to. Say. Years <laughs> That's all. I think. Yes. Like, there is more of a nostalgia for things like this because it is the twenty-year mark. So we're of course nostalgic, but there is this element of we're living vicariously through twenty-three-year-old Kate Hudson. Yeah. Because we got like two years taken away from us so we have to like make up for that yes maybe that's why i've been so stressed lately about where my life is heading i'm like it is lost it is some lost time and there is a lot of emphasis on like in your 20s like you're right a lot of these movies like just in the 2000s early mid even later you know there's just young people who are ambitious going for things Mm -hmm. always in the city which is like so true and i feel like i've gotten to experience that but then everything came to a halt and then now it's like oh everything's back to normal but it is like oh there's this like chunk of time that's like they're trying to like uh what's is it infinity war what's the oh yeah we press the the button or something the the snap snap. i feel like they're trying to uh, we have to be snapped. But maybe that's why we're a little more nostalgic when I'm like, Celine Dion, MSG, and, you know, all that. I love the scene where they're, like, in the movie theater, too, mm-hmm. and they're seeing Sleepless in Seattle. Yes. Oh, and then uh, Kate Hudson's like, of course you're thinking about other women. You can't look at Meg Ryan for two hours and not think about another woman. Uh-huh. I love how she, like, riles up. Ben, but then at the same time, the guy that's sitting mm-hmm. behind them, he's like getting annoyed because she won't stop talking. Yep. And I forget what he says, but she's like, My boyfriend's gonna pummel your ass. <laughs> <laughs> she tricks him into getting like into a fight. And then, yeah, and then the dude punches Matthew McConaughey into a wall, which I do love Kate Hudson's chaotic energy. I also, I love that she says, I've always wanted a man like Tom Hanks. While they're watching the movie, she's just like, I've always wanted a man like Tom Hanks. Why are you thinking about Meg Ryan? (laughs) But like Tom Hanks. Like a man like Tom Hanks? I mean, it's it's not a wrong statement or anything. I just think it's interesting. I think I want a man like Tom Hanks, but Tom Hanks and Elvis. Wait, what? <laughs> I'm thinking Tom Hanks and the Polar Express is my type of man. 
Yeah, there's definitely different types of Tom Hanks, for sure. <laughs> the lady killer's Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. I like Tom Hanks when he is in bad movies. That's my yeah. saying with bad accents. Gotcha. That really gets together. It really does. Ooh, Captain Phillips. Oh. Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. Oh, he was kind of charming in, in a weird way in that movie. <laughs> Actually, he was low-key hot in Sully. Huh. I thought you were going to say four. I, I did too. I did too. I was like, whoa. <laughs> uh, and he was high key hot in the Polar Express. High key. That mustache. Yup. This weird uncanny man. <laughs> <laughs> uncanny Valley is sexy. Like Jim Carrey as Scrooge. Mm, yeah. Just gets me going. Is he that animated? It's uh, Zemeckis, like mocap. So it looks like the Polar Express. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> Got it. All right. Huh. But anything else? Um, I don't know. I just, I really love this movie. I love all of Kate Hudson's, like, really chaotic energy, like you said. Like, I love, like, the fern scene, the whole, that dinner scene, like, that whole sequence of events. I love when they, um, you know, go to the that event, whatever the diamond event is called. Uh, she gets to wear the Isadora. Mm-hmm. It's like that yellow. I guess the yellow diamond, right? Yeah. It's so. It is an eighty-four karat yellow diamond, and it was worth about five to six million dollars. Fancy, like in real life. Mm-hmm. It it was sold though, like shortly after the film was made. That's but- crazy. I wonder if the value went up. Because it was in the film. That's wild. But I love it. I love her dress with the low back and it's just canary yellow and satiny and gorgeous. Yeah. This movie doesn't have like a whole lot of like fashion iconic moments, but I feel like that is one of them. Maybe the only. The. I kind of liked her polka dot dress too, though. It's cute. But not. Yeah. It's not the same. I feel like it's for like the the real moment, the piece de resistance is the Isadora diamond and the yellow dress. Definitely. I think that's when everything comes to a head, which I love in rom coms, and this movie definitely does. Mm-hmm. Like they find out who each other are. Yeah. Um but I just feel like that dress and the diamonds. I love when she like runs down the stairs. Like she's running outside and kind of stealing the diamonds without realizing it. Yes. But it's very like Cinderella or something. Something's really romantic about her running down the stairs. I don't know what it is. Like the way it's filmed. I agree. I I even love when was it Marvin Hamlish is about to sing. Yes. And of all people and like Kate Hudson like gets on the mic and it's like guess who's a liar. And then they duet, you're so vain. I love that scene so much. I also love that Marvin Hamlish is like, this isn't my song. It's like, do you know you're so vain? He's like, yeah, but this isn't. Like, But he does it anyway. Who doesn't love Carly Simon? Right? I think that's another thing about this movie is the Carly Simon of it all. So vain. It's a good one. They think this This song song is about you. You're so, you're so vain. But, you know what I love too about that scene is like they're angrily singing at each other mm-hmm. and a lot of the people like in the audience or whatever at the I don't know it's like a gala a gala yeah 
they're like laughing they think it's like a skit and then the main lady like miss delauer or whatever the rich lady she's like she's dancing along like she's having yes. the time of her life and I just think that juxtaposition is really funny to me. I don't know. She's just in the background just dancing. Like. I love that. That's a thing that I love in movies when old like women are just feeling themselves. Just feeling dancing. their oats. Just dancing in the background of a movie. She's fabulous. She is. I love her headpiece. Mm-hmm. I also... Kate Hudson's boss... The head of the magazine oh, is yeah. Lilith from Frasier. That's why she's so familiar. And that's why I felt kind of like I didn't like her. I'm like, mm-hmm. what is it about her that really is just grossing me out? And now I know. She's like so cemented into my brain because I was raised on Frasier. Yeah. That it it didn't. I know who B.B. Newirth is in general, but something about Frasier and Lilith and even in this, yeah, it's like she's still playing Lilith. Yeah, it's very Lilith energy. Yeah. It kind of it gives me the ick a little bit, but I kind of love to hate her. Yes. You know? She's definitely a type. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Oh, I love like how after... Well, I love the whole idea of frosting yourself i feel like we didn't talk about that too much but i love that phrase frosting like do you remember it was an offshoot of claire's but in the 2000s icing icing oh i God. loved icing icing but yeah i want yeah that's a very similar thing icing frost it's like the same thing you could probably get your frosting at icing you can whoa and your body glitter they need to bring back icing yeah. Did, I didn't realize it went away. What happened? I don't know. I mean, let's see. This makes me sad. No. What? What, it still exists? I don't think so. Oh my god, there's allegedly one at Greenbrier Mall. Are we going to go to ice? Yeah. Field, Field trip. trip. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, it is kind of like frosting because there's hashtag naked without icing. <gasps> yeah. Oh my god. It's essentially frosting. Wow. But it's funny because it's like clears and it's like kind of... They have I bridal mean, stuff? They might have cubic zirconia, but they don't have diamonds. Dude. Wait. Icing is still around. It just looks like cheap beauty products, though. But I guess that was also what it was back then. But we're too blind to see. I mean, we were also like eight. So, yeah, I don't know if there's one at Greenbrier Mall. You know, we have to go to Bath and Body Works. So we may as well pop by. (laughs) Pop by the local icing. Why not? I'm curious to see how it compares to just a normal Claire's. Because last time I was in Claire's, it was pretty expensive for like the dumbest thing, like little keychains. Or just, like, a set of earrings? These things look cheap. What are you looking at? <gasps> the icing website. No, but, like, well, specifically, like, what kind of products can I see? Um, I was looking at beauty. Because oh. I remember they used to have fragrances. Oh. Do you remember the fragrances? Vaguely. My cousin, in, like, 2001, briefly dated this lady who, you know, looking back was, like, 24 or 25 or something but she worked at icing 
And she used to bring me home just a bunch of goodies from icing back in the day. Oh, nice. I wish I kept all that stuff. Dang. Uh, well, <laughs> oh, it's like Kate Hudson in this. I noticed she had a wash of like pale green eyeshadow. Did that inspire your look today? It did. I love it. Is that your new eyeshadow? Is that the Halsey one? No, it's NYX. It's just oh. like a NYX crayon. But I like it. Thank you. But I miss those days when you could buy just like a cheap little like cover girl and swipe them on. Mm hmm. Totally. Yes. Um, what was I gonna say oh you know one of my notes <laughs> this is not revolutionary to say but one of my notes is literally like Matthew McConaughey good actor <laughs> like <laughs> something just occurred to me watching this I was like you know Matthew McConaughey yes. Oscar winning actor he's pretty good yes through all of it like he's got a lot going on up here like in his eyes and his thoughts like you can tell he's really like it's committed he's committed he's in it even like in these cheesy rom coms, like after contact and all his stuff in the nineties, I know he went through that period where he was solely doing rom coms like this and failure to launch, which I enjoy with SJP. Um, he's committed. Something about him, he just puts his whole like Matthew McConaughey into it, you know? Yeah. He yeah. does. Matthew Makanahi. <laughs> Matthew Makanahi is good. Hot take. No, he is. It's true. You can't deny it. I. He's great. Um. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, the uh, yellow dress is actually by a German-born designer named Dina Barrel. Oh. Just a fun fact. That's cool. It's like a legit like designer item. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I've never heard of her, but yeah. According to IMDb, she is a fashion maven. So. Wow. So that's that. Uh, oh. You can go first. Oh. I won't forget this thought. Okay. Well, I don't know if I'm fast forwarding too much. I was going to talk about like towards the end, but I don't know. Let's talk about the end. Okay. So like. I guess after they're like, um, you know, they have like their kind of fight or whatever. Spat their lovers quarrel. Their lovers quarrel, yeah. They're like, maybe you should bet on it or something. Like, you don't have to lose me. You've already, you can't have, you can't lose something you never had or something. I don't know. The one of like the iconic, like quotable moments in the movie. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, and she goes back to her boss Lana and. She's like, oh, yeah, you can write about whatever you want, like shoes or whatever. And she's like, politics, though? What about? And she's like, well, you know, like makeup and fashion. I don't know. It's yeah. like, kind of like, well, did you really think you'd get, be able to talk about politics in this kind of magazine? Like, no offense, yeah. but it seems kind of dumb. Like, it's like, girl, like, you know, I mean, I guess they could be there could be a political column. But you know what I mean? Like, it's two different. It's that it's for a different magazine. Yeah. I don't know, like Life Magazine or... I don't know. I don't really read Life Magazine, but something. You know what's so funny now, though? Time? Yeah. Nowadays, we were just talking about how COVID messed things up for us. Mm -hmm. Just as far as our 20s. The one thing Kate Hudson's Andy would benefit from is 2023, like, Substack. Because she could work for Composure and talk about her boring politics on our Substack. Oh, true. That or 
the magazine would probably be injecting political bias oh, into yeah. the, the, the things that they're writing about. So it's funny that we're both we're all like sitting here being like, "This is so silly. Why like why would she be able to write about politics at this magazine when?" Every magazine or every online thing now is just like injected with politics for seemingly no reason. It's true. It's I, I wish we could escape from politics like just a bit. Like I, I get it. I get it's a thing. I feel like 2023 Andy would want to be like, I don't want to talk about politics. I just want to talk about shoes. <laughs> it's like a complete like 180. Yeah. I'm getting there. Yeah. All I want to talk about. That's why we have this podcast. That's why, yeah, honestly. <laughs> All I want to talk about is shoes. Same. Shoes, movies, and movies and shoes. Agreed. I love how she's like, though, she like realizes it's not like, she's like, this is not the job for me. I guess it's not getting me where I want to be. And then she decides to leave the city. And then we get the chase scene because Ben comes to find her in her yeah. office because he reads that article that she put out, which actually isn't terrible. Because I was thinking this to myself when I was watching this movie. I was thinking, like, you know, why is he getting so upset? Like, the article hasn't come out yet. What if she actually decides to say something good? And she did. She you know, she's like, those are the best 10 days of my life or whatever she said. Like, I lost the best thing that's ever happened to me. Whatever. I don't know. And he was like, oh, no. I gotta get this girl back. So he goes to her office. The fern is there. He takes the fern and straps it onto his motorcycle. And just, just drives. Just drives. I don't know. She did leave him with a lot of baggage. She left him with a fern and a dog. <laughs> a dog. Yeah. Yeah, that is kind of a lot. But no, I thought that was really cute. And what I was going to say is they played the gin blossoms. That was the needle drop. So follow you down. Oh, the gin yeah. blossoms. Which anytime. Any movie plays the gin blossoms. I love it. I love that too. I loved a lot of the music in this movie. Um, I loved that. I'll follow you down. I love that. I loved also the weird cheesy outro song that I don't even know what it is. It's like um, oh, um, it totally sounded like a singer songwriter song from like the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. It's called "Way to the World" by Chantal. Krevazuk? I don't know. I don't know if I'm saying her name right. It's a pop folk song. But it's something like, I want to spread my wings and fly. I'm not going to be afraid. I don't know. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, after he, like, confronts her, yes. it's like, you're running away. Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants music. Yeah. <laughs> I've still never seen that movie. Yeah. No, no, no. Yes, you have. <laughs> no, I haven't. Yes, you have. You've at least seen the second one. Because remember that year that we just watched movies in my room? And we tried to watch the Divine Sis, like the Yaya Sisterhood. And we started watching the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants 1 and 2. Wait, wait, hold up. Is the Yaya Sisterhood a different movie than the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants? Yes. <laughs> we did not make it through. The Yaya Sisterhood. I remember turning it off. Is Sandra Bullock. And Maggie Smith. Okay. I want to see that, though. Well, I heard you said turn it off, toots. Well, I want to turn it back on. <laughs> no, but so wait, the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. We did see that one. It's, um, oh, what's her name? And what's her name? Oh, Alexis Bledel from Gilmore Girls. She's in it. She's the Greek girl. And the... Yeah, the it's slowly Hispanic coming girl. back to me, but I don't remember being like, 
I think because we didn't see it at the time. Blake Lively. And I saw it at the time. Don't get a twist. Oh, I didn't see it at the I time. I'm sorry. I was obsessed with that soundtrack. Yeah. And the movie. Let's add it to the list. Let's add it to the list. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I just like... We, I love how we spend most of the time talking about other movies. <laughs> just and adding things to the list. <laughs> add it to the list. <laughs> Our never-ending list of movies. <laughs> we're not going to talk about the movie that we said we were going to talk about. No. We're going to talk about every other movie. Yes. Oh. Uh, but well that's all i have to say on how to lose a guy in 10 days i i love andy's chaotic nature Mm -hmm. i love her commitment to ruining matthew mcconaughey's life yeah matthew mcconaughey is a good actor which i just found out watching this (laughs) rom-com and not dallas buyers club which you won the oscar for lincoln lawyer yeah lincoln lawyer who how to lose a guy in 10 days is way better yeah um Interstellar, get out of here. Yeah, Interstellar. See ya. Interstellar. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. This one's like one of my favorites. And I didn't, I think I forgot or didn't quite realize how high up there it is for me as far as rom coms. So I don't know. It's just so nostalgic and I can't, I don't know. It just brings me so much joy. Like I, I laughed so much watching this. Like, just during the little silly moments where she's just being so over the top and his reactions just cracked me up. I don't know. I agree. Yeah, I agree. It's 10 out of 10 for me. 10 out of 10. I give it six and a half out of 10 ferns. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the fern scale. The, on the fern scale. Yeah. On the fern gully. But, you know, that's fair. <laughs> but thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah, rate, review, and subscribe. And we'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye.